everybody jump, 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 jump. I said a hip hop, the hip, the hip, the hip, 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 hop, you don't stop. Rap, rap, rap. I will definitely call you back later then. Come on, wrap it up. Big circle up. Okay, you know what? Wrap up the circle thing. Come on. Commissioner Parker, wrap it up, please. Okay. Okay, everybody, that's a wrap. All right, we are uh, we are all still recovering from um, an America's Got Talent Squidward-esque performance here today by Marcus Point Baptist Church community <laughs> pastor, uh, uh, I can't even. Spirit of Christmas, baby. Yep. <laughs> Craig Heisman. Also here for the wrap, I have Joy Tsuboka. Did I say it right? I always feel so proud of myself. Close enough. Okay. Oh. Aww. Aww. Well, I didn't come in a costume. You say it. So. You say it. Tsuboka. Tsuboka? Tsuboka. Because she's married to a Japanese guy. It's like she can <laughs> speak the language properly. And all I did was take two semesters of it. Fine. Whatever. I, rebuke taken. Well, at least you're not Joe on the afternoon correcting the producer on how to say Subaru. Subaru? Yes, Subaru. Yes, Subaru. Yes, Subaru. 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 I was just in my Subaru. car cringing the whole oh time. Oh my gosh! I'm just like, oh. You were not alone, go, Joe. Let Let how go. do you say it? How do you say it? <laughs> now we're not going to start. Well, the for American, it's Subaru. Yeah. How would you say Subaru? It? Subaru. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. See, listen to that great pronunciation. It doesn't work. Oh, no, in the, it doesn't work in the jingle bad, as well. Yeah. Great for an American. Okay, we'll put it that way. Okay, thank you. Former uh, public information officer of Santa Rosa County, and I always forget, what's the company now you're working with? Um, Crown Healthcare. Crown Healthcare, that's right. Very good. Uh, So, I don't know, what do you want to talk about? Uh, Book bans in Santa Rosa County? Anybody? Anybody want to talk about? (laughs) (laughs) And at Scambia, okay. This this seems like the, you can never, you know how when you're cooking for your kids, if you got more than one, you're doomed to, you're never going to get all the kids happy with the food no. at the same time. And if you if That's you have true, three, yeah. your chances are one and eight just by, but you're never going to get all of them happy. It's the same thing with the the kind of the book situation. You know, one county simmers down, the other county becomes on fire. The other county simmers down, the, the first county comes on fire. So between our two counties, somebody's always screaming about a book. And look, it's a serious issue because you shouldn't, kids shouldn't have access to porn in the school. I mean, that seems like a fairly basic. Right. What qualifies as porn versus art versus adult, but for young adults, viewpoint expanding, challenging fiction? I mean, these are all worthwhile questions. So, Joy, I know you have strong opinions about this, as I would expect. You want to share? What do you think? To me, ideas are not dangerous. And I know that you kind of, you, you have a little different take on this. I do, but that's okay. For our children, uh, we always went to the library. Every Saturday, we went to the library. They could pick out whatever they wanted. I am not going to tell someone else's child that they have to read a book. But for my children, there were no limits. Beyond, and I, and I was, I was beyond, raised that way. Yeah. you know, things that were like Playboy and, and, and things of that nature. Uh, but the bluest eye, why are we worried about that? I mean, there are very adult topics in some of these books. However, I think that, especially for our high school students, we're forgetting how mature that they are. Um, and, and how exposed they and are. And how the sure. exposed they are. That's the better word for yeah. it. And my concern is if that we try to put this protective bubble around our children, where we continually to do, mm-hmm. when they get faced by an issue that may be covered in this book, whether it be rape, domestic violence, um, gay, transgender, whatever. How are they going to react in real life? Mm-hmm. Because they haven't experienced it in a safe way through a book. 
They've got they've got no template against which to even begin to process it. Right. And so one thing I want to I always like to find points of agreement, and you and I uh, agree about one thing, which is there are limits. Yes. There is a line to be drawn, as you yes. said, Playboy, for example. Or, yes. You know, you know, sheer pornography. Right. Um, I would assume you know something like a penthouse letters. You know, something right. that's clearly. Sexual, sexual, lurid, titillating. Well, all and that. I think there are some of those books. Yeah, yes. yeah, right. And that's but for, we look for, at women's romance novels. Oh, right. Oh, oh my golly. gosh, I was Bodice reading those when and, I was thirteen. You know, picking are, them up. And, and those I would, uh, to me, that is not appropriate. Right. Uh, yeah. and, and so that's but that's what I'm getting at is there is a line. So then the question becomes, well, where do you draw that line? And where do you draw it for public school children? Well, and at what age do you draw? Which is, and for that's me, I, the, think, I that's, think the argument is that's that's the point is. And you said your mom, you know, took you to the library. You can get whatever you wanted to. And I think that's the key: banning the books in the school, saying they're not, this is not available at this age for this child through the public school system, doesn't mean that it's not available. It just means it's not available in that school's library. It doesn't mean it's not available in the public library or in the public sector. And I think that's where we can. At least have that agreement. If if you as a parent really want your kid to go and, and read a book, or you want them to have the freedom to read whatever they want, then absolutely take them to the library, let them check out whatever they want to read. But what is the school putting in front of children? And I believe we, we think about what age as well. I do think that you have books that we can't just say outright. These ideas, these these concepts have to be not included in the school system because there are kids in upper level education that have the maturity to read and explore issues like rape and those kind of things that you said but we also know that there's books like was pointed out in the debate last night that are clearly not appropriate for schools if somebody looks if somebody looks at some of these books and doesn't think oh my god well i mean i just don't think that person's in the conversation but there are a lot of books that are under discussion Mm -hmm. where some people look at it and think oh my god and some people look at it and be like and a bluest eye, you know, for example, Kite Runner. I yeah, mean, there's tons there are of loads books of that... books that have very significant, deep, troubling, emotionally mature themes. Mm-hmm. Sure. And I would, you know, I think having those books, frankly, in a high school library, accessible to high school students, makes all the sense in the world. Because I don't want, you know, one of the biggest dangers that conservative parents particularly tend to make is. Shelter your kids until they're 18, and then, God, why did they go crazy when they went to college? Yeah, they're adults. <laughs> let them lose. Because, <laughs> you know, you didn't prepare them right. to be right. able to handle well, the, the level of freedom that they were going to get. Back to Craig Heinzman and Joy Tsuboka. Nah. Tsuboka. Just Joy. Okay. <laughs> joy will be fine. That's the worst rebuke <laughs> I've ever had. That's, wow. That's, that's mm. yeah. rough. And Daggers. All right, fair enough. Uh, so can I pro- provoke this conversation in a different direction one that I think never quite gets asked. Uh, you made the comment, you know, my kids can read anything. I was basically raised that way. And, yeah, and, you know, I wouldn't tell another parent what they can't do with their kids. Exactly. If a parent were showing a child, their own child, real video pornography mm-hmm. in the home, yep. should that be illegal? To me, that is child abuse. I, I would say that is child abuse. It, it, it is, and 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 so and the reason I'm I say that is because the of kids I, I think that there, I think that. I think there are like I think there are even limits to what we would say is okay for a parent to share with their own child. Sure. I don't love talking about that because I think those limits are pretty high, but 
again, because I believe ideas matter, because I believe books and pictures matter, there really are things that I would say, even if a parent believes it's okay, they can't be allowed to share that to, to a child, even if it's their own child. I hate having to say it, but I do think there are those limits. Go ahead, Craig. No, I agree completely. And we see the result of that in kids that come in, you know, especially young adults that are trying to have relationships, marriage counseling. I do a lot of marriage counseling, and this is something that comes up a lot. Pornography is a huge issue yeah. amongst uh, our, our culture that's never getting talked about. And some of it was, I found my dad's stuff or my dad, you know, hey, hey son, come check this out. And it, it scars a, at a young age. It completely rewires their brain, and we understand that now. We know that there's science behind the the use of pornography at young ages to completely rewire someone's brain. So it is a, a form of child abuse, and we do have limits on those kind of things. We don't outright ban corporal punishment, but there is a limit to how far corporal punishment can go before right. it becomes abuse. So, well, but we also have to remember that these are American norms. No, oh, sure. that, okay. yeah, there yes, we go. Okay. There's these, a good point. These are American norms. I mean, if we go to other countries, Great Britain have... at least used to. I don't know true today, but had uh, top female nudity on sure. any TV show you'd watch. Yeah. I mean, not that they were on everyone, but it's just there. You'd be turned on. You'd be watching the equivalent of you know NBC at night mm-hmm. at 7:30 prime time on yes. BBC Two or Four, and yes. you would have a topless woman there. Wouldn't even be a thing. Yes, exactly. And the beaches. I, I, and um, any time that I've gone to any beach that had high European population, mm-hmm. they were you know, topless or even nude uh, ba- sunbathers. I don't have a problem with that. I wouldn't do it. <laughs> but, you know, knock yourself out. Japan can have some you know, publications that are normal sports publications or news publications that right. have tantalizing photos in them the vending home, the, machines the, or, the origin of manga yeah. yes, I mean, exactly. well, that's the, manga is a, again it's, it's big, a big in the thing. young adult yes. population now there are adult manga there's a whole spectrum let me say this about British television I know for a fact that Gardner's World does not have any nudity in it on the BBC so we watch that every Saturday um, and we were Brit Box for not, Nothing not on BritBox I've seen show. that I've been like, oh my goodness. But it is true. Culturally, we we do understand that in America we have different values. And I think that if you travel abroad at all in missions work, we you know go to different countries. And I love taking young kids to different countries to say, hey, Pensacola, America, Florida, it's not everything. Right. There is outside views. There are outside worlds that you must understand and live in. And, and so I do think that there's ways some of doing things that are Correct. perfectly fine. Absolutely. And it, and it and sometimes the outside way is merely different mm-hmm. and sometimes the outside way is wrong. I mean Agreed. Just like the inside way might be merely different and the inside way might be wrong. We have to be open to that possibility, right? We have to always be thinking about sure. the way we've always done it or the norm that we have uh, adopted. You know, we might be the ones in error. It's hard to see your own thing being mm-hmm. wrong when you're so saturated in it, right? Ab- that's absolutely. that's the difficulty. But but back to this issue of you know the schools and the materials that are available to kids again in the so to me okay a lot of this stems from basically the problem of publicly funded education because now things that are very high level flashpoints between individuals sexual norms um, ethical religious behavioral and all of mm-hmm. that stuff stuff that people fight about between one one another mm-hmm. now all of a sudden you've created a context within which that stuff has to be resolved because we have to decide where to set the limits, if at all to set the limits, because not setting them is also a setting of the limits. Absolutely. And so we have the school system where we have these fights by proxy because now 
all these children are exposed to all of these things or to some of these things, and where do we set that level? Which is hard. I mean, that is hard to navigate. It's hard to figure out what should be the role of religion in school. And, you know, for the people who say, well, that's easy, it's, I mean, why do we fight about it for 50 years? Because right. it's not so simple to figure that out. So I think I mean, everybody wants kids to grow up healthy. Everybody wants kids to, you know, be able to handle the challenges of the adult world when they get there. But it's preparing them for that that can be so challenging. Well, and I think that's why it's so important that books are are, are, are available. Mm. I've been I'm such an old white person. I love crime <laughs> podcasts. And one of the oh, crime goodness. podcasts that I'm listening to right now is in Australia. And it's in the 80s. And it talks about systemically there was abuse going on in a high school between teachers and students. But nobody said anything mm-hmm. yeah. because you just didn't talk about that kind of thing. Which has been across the board a problem in this country in the last 30 years, whether it's Catholics or the Boy Scouts or people don't don't talk about the Protestant church. It is absolutely a problem in all kinds of environments. So we need to normalize talking about abuse. Yes. And 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 raising the, you know, if you're, you're, because in a school you've got kid one who's in a great family where none of this happens. And does that kid need to be exposed to that horrific stuff? Probably not. But kid two is being sold to mom's friends at home. Uh, which is and the number which one Which we way, see in which, the news. Which right. FYI is the number one way of human trafficking in That's Pensacola. right. It's I mean, parents. You, I, was, I served for a while on an human tra- anti-human trafficking uh, team, and it is family members selling their kids, especially for drugs, in Escambia County. That's what's happening. It's, it is happening in our, in our area. And so how do you give a kid something that will help them be emboldened, be heard, seen that somebody else knows what they're going through. Or a friend that is exposed to it or has a cursory knowledge, and they understand, I need to tell an adult. This Mm -hmm. this is happening. This is wrong. I need to tell an adult. And for me, I know you were saying, well, they can just go to the public library. We have a lot of people, students in Escambia and Santa Rosa County, that can't get to a public library. Right. Transportation is a limit. Right. They, their parents their won't parents take Their parents won't them. get them a card or they don't Well, have, I right. think every kid sure. can get one okay, if they're enrolled enough. in school. But yeah, actually getting there is it can, can be a problem. Right. So... And, and and let's not, I mean, again, we've, we've brought up some pretty, op, I mean, things that are true, that are bad, that are going on. And let's please not ignore that kids at 13 and 14 are doing all kinds of things with each other. Right, on their sometimes own. Sometimes mm-hmm. on their own. Absolutely. Without, I mean, that's happening too. And so the idea that somehow there's this pristine, neutral, careful, protected, sheltered bubble around the, the junior high school, no. let alone the high school, that's a myth that people need to not. But I think that that goes to the sexualization of the culture in general. I think we, yeah, I think we become a, a more highly sexualized culture where, where the sexual identity, no matter how it f- plays out, has become this central piece of of who we are. And you have to define it, and you have to define it early, and you have to explore it early, and it's okay to explore it early. And and sometimes we, we don't protect kids and their innocence in that way, and it's just allowing them the opportunity to. Obviously, I have a, a Christian sexual ethic. I did not follow the Christian sexual ethic as my as a teenager myself, um, even though I believed in it. But but I had, and a lot of us are like that. But here's the thing: not me. I've been perfect my whole life. Yeah, right. <laughs> but if we don't, that's a hundred percent false. So. Exactly. It's true. Well, there, you're not going to meet somebody who is a faith believer that is a hundred percent perfect. That just you're just not going to do it. 
But I think we can find a way to allow kids to read about that stuff, but not tantalize it, not make it so scandalous, not make it. There's a way, there's a, there's a middle road that we're missing, I think. I think sexual content for sexual content only or for pleasure. I, which, I, is I don't, the, which is the pornography right, definition. That's the right. pornography piece of it. That is not appropriate for school, right. definitely. And I do think that there are age-appropriate limits. You don't need to have some things in elementary school. I totally agree with that. Yeah. Once you get to high school, I, I just don't see the need for, for much limits beyond things that are tantalizing and well, i and i always think too we grew up in the 80s oh yeah and the 70s <laughs> right. there were not a whole lot of things that were much more sexualized than those two generations you ever go back and just watch a buck rogers episode uh, oh i don't watch I or grease <laughs> right, yeah, go exactly. back go back and watch any of the like oh yeah ferris bueller's day off i tried to watch oh, no. stuff with my kids and i was candles? like yeah you oh yeah i was like no, oh my goodness i did not realize, I didn't realize. Well, no, and, that's right. and, hey, hang on just a second i need to get jake in here with another traffic on the files real quick before we uh, uh come back yeah nothing really to speak of we okay. had uh, yeah, you just want to go ahead. We're, <laughs> so, we're running up on a time crunch. And, and how many of these moms that are so upset weren't on the stage singing Pour Some Sugar on Me right. back in the right. 80s? Cherry pie. <laughs> <laughs> Cherry pie, whatever the, I want. The words to is walk this way. Is it Warren? Is it Warren? Is it Warren? Yeah, I mean, yeah. and, and, yeah, just, yeah, I understand that. And, 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 and are you traumatized and damaged or, you know? Well, just look at us. The answer is obviously yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, look at look at poor Craig in the inflatable Christmas tree. Outfit. Um, it's obvious it's that obvious. he's been traumatized heavily. I'm not saying, and there was a there was an innuendo, but it, there's a difference, I think, between innuendo and explicit. And I oh, think that's definitely. where we're seeing. We all watched the me. Flintstones and later realized. Oh my God! We watched the Flintstones, you know. I'm okay. I, I just vitamins on that one. I'm not. I'm not certain on the Flintstones. I have to there go back and look at it. Domestic. So the issues. Flintstones was the cartoon version of the Honeymooners, mm-hmm. and sure. the Flintstones mm-hmm. made lots of adult jokes that you didn't get as a kid. Oh, I got to go back then. I oh, was, yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. oh wow. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Crazy. But yeah, and and sort of again to me the the end real problem is you've got some fourth graders who are experiencing adult level trauma in their lives. Yes. And you've got some eleventh graders who are too shy to even mention the anatomical parts of the human body. Sure. How do you set either an educational curriculum or an information access library media collection that's going to properly serve that spectrum? And I I don't know how you do that. Honestly, I don't know how you... That's the challenge. Joy and Craig, thank you for a great conversation. I really, really appreciate it. And Craig, thank you for this Christmas tree outfit. It's amazing. Yes, it's wonderful. Dependable traffic on the fives. Weekdays on News Radio 92.3. WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.